0: Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Dawson. I'm a working medium, licensed spiritualist minister, and mentor. My goal is to help support today's modern mediums and spiritual seekers in making strong connections with their own spirit and spirit helpers. I will share all I know about mediumship development and spirituality. I invite you to join me on this journey. Hello everybody, in today's episode, just want to introduce myself so you can get to meet me, learn a little bit about my background and what I offer today as far as my teaching and mentoring. So I am a wife, I'm a mom, I have two adult grown children, I can't believe that makes me feel old, but I'm so grateful for them. I'm also a spiritualist minister. I'm a teacher, mentor, and certified spiritual life coach. I grew up in a family where my mom and dad were together and my sister and I were very close in age, about 16 months apart. And We grew up in a pretty religious home. My parents were devout Christians. And at one point, they were even elders in our church. And so when I was growing up, the foundation of my life, everything that I did was based upon the teachings that came through the Bible and from the church. We used to pray before meals, um, pray to God, angels, asking for assistance. So there's definitely some spiritual awareness there. And being a young kid, I just did what I was told. So I followed the teachings that my parents taught me. But even having that spiritual awareness of praying and that there's a source greater than myself... I always had this awareness of energies seen and unseen. I could go into a room, I could tell the the mood of the environment, the people, if they were happy, if they were sad, I could tell when people weren't being truthful. And as I got older, I even thought, God, I'm so judgmental, but I really wasn't. I was actually tuning in using those natural psychic abilities that you and I weren't born with. When I was about three years old, that's the earliest recollection that I can go back to, having an awareness of the spirit world. One day, my mom and I were out in the backyard, we had this beautiful wooden swing, and it was sunny out, we had a decent sized backyard, and there was a tall fence. And on top of this fence, I could see what appeared to be a man, but there wasn't a lot of physical features. I guess you would call it like a shadow person, now some people think shadow people are bad, that's not necessarily the case. Quite often, that's an indication that the third eye, which is the psychic center for your clairvoyance, isn't fully developed, or it's just not open yet. And I said to my mom at this experience, mom, who's that? Who's that man on the fence there? And she said, who Courtney, what are you talking about? And I said, mom, the man on the fence, she goes, Courtney, there's nobody there. But yet my mom who's very intuitive, and has an awareness of spiritual matters and energies, knew there was something different about me from a young age. And that was just my earliest recollection. But You know, as I was growing up, even from a very young, young age, I would always tell my parents things that were coming up that were going to happen. So definitely some precognition there. But also I was hearing things, things were being told to me about even like where we were going to move, what the house was going to look like, that I was going to have a white horse and I would give my parents very specific information. And after so many times, my parents started to listen because of the accuracy in which I was sharing with them. But my parents level of understanding you got to look at is they were Christians. So if I were hearing voices, it had to be from God, okay, not from spirit guides or loved ones. So when I was growing up, I always had the impression that what I was hearing was from God until I got older and learned otherwise. So fast forward a little bit, I remember I was about five years old and we lived in this really big house. It was about 5,000 square feet, four floors. My sister and I had a bedroom on the top floor and one day I was going up the stairs into the bedroom and there was this little boy and he was pretty close in age to me and he was solid. I could see him just like I see somebody else when they're walking on the street super clear and solid. And I talked with him and then all of a sudden he vanished and I had absolutely no idea where he went. So I got my mom, said to my mom, mom, there was a boy in my room, but he's gone. Where did he go? I want him to come back. What happened? My Mom comes up in the room, takes a look around. There's nobody there. Courtney, there's nobody here. And I swore up and down there was somebody there. So another indication that I was definitely using some mediumship abilities there unbeknownst to them or I. Moving forward a little bit in my life, I met my first husband when I was 16. And I didn't get married till I was 20. But at the age of 18, I got pregnant. And my daughter was stillborn. So she was born not breathing I was completely devastated and really had tuned out my mediumship abilities up until that point simply because it got really overwhelming being able to see things that other people couldn't see, knowing things that other people had no way of knowing or saw coming their way, and it was just a very, very confusing time, and at that same time, you know, being a teenager, my parents had got divorced, so that was very difficult, and life had challenges. And as I'm sure you know, it can be really difficult just trying to deal with the physical life, yet alone trying to deal with the unseen world. And especially when I didn't have any sort of support system, nobody to share really this information with or share my experiences with. So I really kind of felt like I was on my own and had always dealt with severe anxiety and these abilities cost me a lot of anxiety. Sleepless nights, seeing people in full form standing in my bedroom door frame. So I would sleep with the lights on, blankets over my head. I was so scared of them. And I turned it off as much as I could. But then when my daughter was stillborn, a couple of days after she had passed, she came to me and I seen her clairvoyantly. I also heard her clairaudiently. And she had given me some beautiful messages and I have a binder. I still have the binder and there was lined paper and I wrote down everything that she had shared with me and she had said, don't be sad, mommy. I'm okay. Don't worry about yesterday. And that is one phrase that's just stayed in my mind for all of these years. I couldn't explain what was happening, but yet it was so real And after my daughter's passing, it would have been a couple more years before I got pregnant again and then had my daughter and then got pregnant again and had my son. It was interesting when my second daughter was a toddler Because the clairvoyant image that my daughter, who had passed to the spirit world, had presented herself with was very, very similar to my daughter, who I got to keep here on the earth plane. Even down to the hair color and the curly ringlets, it was just mind blowing because I thought, oh my goodness, what's happening here? But I don't believe she was reincarnated. That I don't at all. But yeah, there's definitely some similar traits for sure. Now, It was really hard going through all of that, being a young mom, having babies, and just trying to maneuver life, trying to be the best parent I could be, working. And I just honestly had no time for these abilities, but yet they kept poking their head up. And they definitely supported me a lot throughout my life. But when it came to the spirit world, I just, again, had a lot of confliction because of the teachings that I was given, how I was raised based on the teachings that came from the Bible where it says, you know, don't talk to medium seers, clairvoyance, things like that. And I really struggled with it. And again, I had nobody to talk to. So up until I got into my early 30s, I really did the best I could to tune it out. But It came a point in my life when I got divorced that my abilities really came to the forefront and I couldn't deny them anymore. So I started a spiritual practice. I began meditating and journaling and just allowing those voices to talk to me. Again, I didn't really know who they were, but there was great comfort and peace when they drew close. So I allowed them to draw near and I still have many of those journals today when I was in my again early 30s I had some friends of mine who had had a family member who had passed unexpectedly very tragically and they went to a spiritualist center in Cloverdale British Columbia and they told me about this place and there was mediums on the stage giving messages from dead people that was their terms dead people. And I thought, you guys are nuts. What are you doing going to see people that talk to these people? Here I am trying to run from them, slowly trying to open up to it. But doing something like that? you got to be kidding me. Well, I never did get the name of that spiritualist center. But from that moment on, the that little voice within, that knowing, that nudging within, that saying, Courtney, you got to go check this out, became stronger and stronger. And I tried to deny it. I didn't mind working with my intuition, but letting the spirit world in, that was a whole different ball game. Well, for nine months, I kept hearing this voice in my head telling me, you got to go check this place out. You need to go there. Well, I didn't know what it was called, but I Googled and it took me a little bit. But I found it, and the place is called Lighthouse Spiritual Center, and they're located in Surrey, British Columbia. I checked out their calendar, saw they had a message night where there's some mediums on the stage giving messages, and I thought, what the heck? I'm going to go check it out and see what this is all about, but I'll be damned if I go by myself. I'm bringing somebody with me. I asked a girlfriend of mine if she'd like to come with me and go check it out. She says, Courtney, oh, yeah, I've been there like three times. What do you mean you've been there three times? She says, oh, it's amazing. I'll come with you. So I went and she met me there. But before she arrived, I got there early, just before the doors opened, and it was a beautiful day. I'm standing outside, lined up outside the building, and there was a lady and her daughter, and they were walking across the street, and I seen a spirit person with him, with them, and this man, I could see every detail down to the fibers on his clothing, the design, his hair, everything. He looked just as real as the people that he was walking with. And then he started talking to me and I just said, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I can't do this. This is too much. And he says, I need to talk to them, this mom and his daughter. And I said, well, you come to the wrong person. I can't help you. Well, my friend arrives and I kind of look a little bit disturbed, like something's bothering me. And she's asking me what's going wrong and said, nothing, nothing. No, I'm good. Anyways, I get into the center. We sit down. We're waiting for the program to start. And this mother and daughter end up sitting in front of me. And I could see the man and he kept talking to me. And I had to tell my friend, I said, this is what's going on. I'm seeing a spirit person with them. He wants me to give them a message. I can't do it. She goes, are you kidding me? What, what do you mean you can give him a message that he wants you to give them a message? And I told her. I said, I can't do that. Well, Anyways, I asked him just to please leave me alone. I was polite, but I said, please just leave me alone. Well, I got through the evening, about halfway through, and I started to see solid, objective people, spirit people on the stage with the medium. I literally thought I was losing my mind, and I thought, I got to get out of this place. It was jam-packed, and I thought, oh, if I leave now, it's going to make a huge scene. So I tried closing my eyes, keeping my head down, just praying that the time would go by really, really, really fast. And I opened my eyes, and I could see them, and I just said, please stop. So they did a bit. And the medium that was on the stage, she was absolutely incredible. She also did psychic art. Now, for those of you that don't know, psychic art is when a medium works with the spirit world and does drawings or sketches of the person that's coming through speaking from the other side. And she did amazing work. Well, there must have been, I don't know, maybe eight or 10 of these sketches laid out on a table. And some of the messages that she was giving, she was able to associate a drawing with, a sketch with. And another little heads up, she actually did these drawings about a week before the message night. Okay, so it was incredible when she could link the communicator with the art piece and the people could recognize the individual on the sketch and validated it all. So at the end of the night, this man is still with this woman and her daughter, They didn't receive a message and he's saying, Courtney, you've got to give them the message for me. And I said, oh my God. I I said, okay, the only way I'm going to do this is when I get to the parking lot, if they are walking that way, then I'll I'll do it. I'm not going to chase them down. Like I'm not some kind of weirdo, right? Well, he says, Courtney, and by the way, that one sketch that's left on the table, you got to tell them to go back and get it too. It's me when I was a bit younger. All right, so when I'm crossing the street, they're crossing the street with me. And I said, no, I can't give them the message. If if they're parked right beside me in that car, then I'll do it. Turns out they were parked in the car right beside me and the car was identical to mine. Same make, same model, same color. And when I'm walking close, I can see the lady, she pressed her keychain and turned the lights on. I thought, oh my God, this is really happening. My friend's looking at me like I'm some kind of weirdo. What are you doing? What's going on? What is wrong with you? And I told her, I said, I got to give these people a message. And I did in the parking lot. I gave very specific information, gave his message and also said, by the way, you got to go get the sketch inside that last one. That's him sure enough, she the daughter was able to validate, yep, that's my dad. And it was so healing. And these two women cried and it wasn't tears of sadness, but it was of joy and of comfort. And they thanked me. And in that moment, I knew that I could not walk away from the spirit world anymore, that these abilities that I have were not a gift for me, but they could be a gift to use for somebody else, to offer them healing. And I ended up being just completely blown away by what was happening. And I ended up going to the Sunday service at the Spiritualist Church, and I was the first one there. The doors opened at nine thirty. I was there at nine o'clock, waiting for somebody to get there because I just I needed some understanding. I needed somebody to explain to me what was happening and what do I do with this? I make sure that I'm doing it in a way that is safe and really in alignment with me. So. I ended up attending attending the Spiritualist Church and was able to get some guidance, some support, and I quickly ended up getting involved in Open Circles, which is uh, a place where people can go to explore their psychic and mediumship abilities in a safe place where it is held once a month and there's a trained medium that will facilitate the group. So I started doing that and within a few months I was able to get into a closed circle. So a closed circle is where the group of eight to 10 people meet with their their tutor their mentor every week at the same time so they have an appointment with spirit and in that there's a guided meditation and they work on developing their abilities and making those strong connections with the spirit world and my abilities flourished very 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 quickly to my surprise and things just came so clear and so strong and within about maybe a year and a half of me going to the spiritualist church, I ended up getting involved in the ministry. And that wasn't something that I really wanted to do, but knew I was meant to do it. Ever since I was a young girl, I always saw myself in a church on a podium, teaching and speaking to people. But again, I grew up in a Christian church. So I thought, well, it's going to be at the Christian church. And clearly I'm not there anymore. Well, no, spirit was showing me what was going to happen and where I was meant to be but it was in the spiritualist church, not at the Christian church. Not that there's anything wrong with Christianity. It just didn't resonate with me. It wasn't a right fit for me. So I got involved in that and learned all kinds of stuff about mediumship, mediumship development, the history of spiritualism, the science and the philosophy behind it. And all kinds of stuff. It's just an, It's been an incredible, incredible journey. I've learned so much about myself. I've learned so much about the spirit world, those that work with me. And I've been given some beautiful foundations on which I could build my mediumship upon. And I absolutely love it. And for those that are interested in spiritualism, spiritualism is open to all religions. It's not prejudice of other rela- religions, we accept and are open and to all beliefs. And I truly believe that every religion has some truth in it. Because again, we all come from the same source. So when I got further into the ministry and continued working with Spirit, I was doing private readings for friends and things like that. And I ended up beginning to do private one-on-one readings and started doing group readings and started teaching. And now I'm doing all kinds of work for the spirit world and using my mediumship. I have clients all across the globe that I am mentoring, that I'm helping, that I get to comfort those that are going through the grief stages and need to hear from their loved ones, being able to provide them closure and peace is nothing nothing short of a privilege and an honor if I were to know back in the day when my daughter passed that I could go see somebody it was safe it was natural that they could communicate on behalf of my daughter and I could have communication with her or somebody else who I loved very very deeply my grandfather they could bring him through I would have been all over it and I wish that some religions were more open to the understanding that life does continue after the change called death and that there's nothing wrong with wanting to connect with our loved ones. There is nothing negative about it whatsoever and that those are fears that have been instilled by man not by fact and When we open up to the spirit world, we get to learn so much about ourselves as a human being, as a spiritual being, and it helps enrich our life in every aspect. And so, for those of you that are listening, who I'm sharing my story with today, I want you to know that there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing negative about being a medium, being spiritual, having these intuitive abilities. And I encourage you to. Explore them to develop them find a reputable mentor. Okay, and and do some reading and learn about what these abilities have to offer you and what you can do with them, even if it's just for your own benefit, because when you recognize that you are a spirit having a human experience and you allow the spirit to merge with your human self, you then become a whole person. Your spirit self should not be separate from your human self. And the two very much should be one. And it's wonderful that there's so many podcast shows out now, there's spiritual books, there's websites where you can go and get training and you can read up on these intuitive and mediumship and psychic abilities that there are television shows that are now, you know, explaining what mediumship is about, what it looks like, and it helps take away some of the fear that has been brought about by religion. And so just something to think about. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Connected Spirit. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at mediumcourtneydawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you. If you're interested in a private reading or attending any of my mentoring classes or workshops, You can go to mediumcourtneydawson.com or check me out on Instagram at mediumcourtneydawson. Have a great day, guys.